one of the most stressful things in our families today is finances. And sometimes when the finances are stressful, the family gets stressed out. And one of the things we do away with is fun. In fact, we can't imagine having fun without money. In fact, we think one day we will have fun when we have money. Money and fun have nothing to do with each other. You're listening to Parenting Today with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. I'm your host, Ruthie J. And my mom always shared with me a quote that Bill Cosby once said when he used to ask his mom if they were poor, because they did live in a lower income area of the city. She said, no, we're not poor. We are temporarily broke. <laughs> and my mom always said, we were so tight growing up. And she said, I don't know. Do you kids remember just how she says, sometimes we struggled actually getting a gallon of milk and I don't remember it. And I told her, I, I don't. I, I remember I couldn't be in band one year because we couldn't afford the instrument, things like that. Um, but she said, I worked so hard to make sure that you didn't feel it. Mm. And I even remember about two years ago now where my husband lost his job and that all these things came back up. My mom just kept reminding me, don't, you don't want the kids to feel like they've lost their life. They've lost fun in life just because there's not enough money. Okay. So a family of six is a little harder to go to the movies with, but you can find so many other ways for them not to feel the financial crunch. And movies... Movies, again, are observing fun rather than being part of the fun. I want to be the movie. I want to help my children be the movie. And there's so many fun opportunities to do that today by ma making things or even making your own video. Oh, my goodness, yeah, yes. Yeah, producing your own family video and a skit and whatever. And I remember my kids producing a thing. We still have it, a Thanksgiving video where they were the, they landed on Plymouth Rock, which was a gray blanket over this uh, over the stack <laughs> of pillows in the, in the family room. We don't need money to have fun, and, and if we're not careful, we'll, we won't believe that. And I we were the same way. And Mike, it's interesting you're saying that because my children are your age. My children don't realize how poor we really were when uh, when Rosemary got pregnant. I was uh, prior to that, I was working for the state of Florida, and I came to work at Sheridan House. Rosemary was a public school teacher, and when I took the job at Sheridan House, I was making exactly half what she made. And then she had the audacity to get pregnant. We weren't ready for her to get pregnant. I should have gotten pregnant After, on my income, but it was like eight yeah. years. Yeah, it was eight years. Yeah. You're exactly right. I didn't need to throw that Sorry. in there, but yes. <laughs> and realizing how we have nothing, I mean nothing, and watching Rosemary make things for us to mm -hmm. eat and watching even we, there was a day at home with the children where they made peanut butter. It was absolutely amazing. Wow. This massive amount of peanut butter. They were so proud of making the peanut butter. <laughs> and so they thought that was a privilege. Everybody else has to buy it. We get to make it. <laughs> and the amount of time they spent making bread and all these other things. How old were they? Uh, I Well, m much of their life. But I think when they're five, six, seven, eight, nine years old. And yeah. then it just kind of became our DNA mm -hmm. uh, not to spend money having fun. And it became part of our DNA. Just, yes, a lot of other kids, are the whole family's going out to eat after church. But we didn't have the money to do that. So it became part of our DNA to not do that and to go home and race into our we would after church race back into our pajamas, sit down and eat lunch and see who could get to bed the fastest. It was hilarious. What? Was this? We had done a Jedi mind trick on him so that we could get yeah, naps too. Yeah, get oh, to bed awesome. early. That's yes, crazy. Yes. It was amazing. I think a real key to fun in all this is 
choosing not to spend money, but also I've got to set the example of fun. I can't just say, okay, now I want you to go have fun. Mm -hmm. I've got to set the example of fun. And many of the things you do with little ones and many of the things you do with, well, here's the deal. Many of the things you do with little ones are not fun. If I ever meet the person that invented Candyland, if, if they're in heaven, I'm going to kill them. Um, that was just absolutely, oh, you would. You and Rosemary, what's wrong it. with you people? It's the most boring game. Um, and I liked life. Life was life was a, Life was better. Um, but that you have to overcome when your children are a little that game. What you have to overcome when your children are older is their game, mm -hmm. their attitude, mm -hmm. uh, and bring it to the table. And no one else wants to do this. And I just want to say this. Uh, I want to I want to put a little thing down there. Put you, it out there. You don't have to do this, and you might not want to do this. But as we would play games, part of the game is watch Dad make sure he's moving the right amount of spaces. Better stay all in. Okay. And so when we were big on Monopoly, and if I rolled a six, count, and they would count. They'd make sure I counted six to do six. And I'm not saying anything if I landed on your space. Be in and pay attention. Mm -hmm. And uh, we had so much fun catching Dad, and there'd be penalties for catching Dad. When, no. you, when, when, when Dad got caught, he'd be punished for getting <laughs> caught. It'd be just hilarious. And the, the playing of the game became more fun than working your way around the board mm -hmm. because everybody's laughing and everybody's ganging up on Dad, and it looked like it was all in and it looked like I loved it. And, you know, there were so many times I'm so glad we're past some of these particular games. Can we try new games? Right. And then, you know, I, I remember every year on vacation, we'd set up a big card table where we'd stay at this friend's house in the mountains. And we had a family puzzle we put together, a 300-piece jigsaw puzzle thing. And they really thought I was in on this jigsaw puzzle. And I wasn't terribly <laughs> in on the jigsaw puzzle, but I was acting like I was in on the jigsaw puzzle. And we'd be sitting there, we'd be trying to put it together, and we would mount everyone we put together on a piece of poster board. But it became part of us. Having fun is part of us. And I would even see that kids who knew about us would know this is going to happen. And they would know there were some fun traditions and know some things that were about to happen that were hilarious. One of the fun traditions of our home was built around Easter. And we dyed Easter eggs. And we dyed Easter eggs because I really think egg is an amazing symbol of new birth. Mm -hmm. And you can tell the whole Easter story by cracking open the, uh, the, the stone, cracking open the egg. But we also dyed the eggs. And every year, my children would trick me in the dyeing of the eggs because I we'd have these pink cups filled with egg dye and somehow a very first year Rosemary gave me my coffee in the same pink cup and Roby thought it was funny to switch the cups mm -hmm. and so he moved the cups. Now I'm colorblind. I see blue and yellow, brown, red, green are all the same to me. Wow. I took a massive swallow of food color <laughs> and oh spit God. it out all over the table and that became every Easter from that point on dyeing the eggs and one of them would act like they were distracting me while the other would mix it. Rosemary would be shaking her head, already laughing. They, The anticipation where I'd pick it up, start to take a drink, and then go back to the egg and not take a drink and pick it up and start it. And I'm making them crazy. And then I'd take a drink. I would swear somebody's trying to poison me. You know, do I? did you guys look at the life insurance policy? Who's trying to put me away? Well, here's the amazing thing. So one of them comes down for spring break, brings a bunch of friends with them from school. And it is obvious to me that this child has told these these college students that we're going to die eggs watch my daddy drinks the food coloring every time <laughs> and it just became part of our hilarious ridiculous does dad not ever learn uh, <laughs> lesson that became part of us but we, you've got to set the example in this you got to be all in and if the leader's not all in it's it's a no-go mm -hmm. and the one who's the least in is the one you got to have the most fun with mm -hmm. you know come on no you're on my team I don't want 
do I have to? Yes, you're on my team. We got to do this. You're on my team. Let's bring it on and do this. It's going to teach a child, number one, how to get themselves out of that moodiness. It's going to teach a child you don't have to spend money. It's going to teach a child you don't have to do anything extravagant to have fun. You can just have fun. The Friday night, we make our own pizzas. Mm -hmm. Everybody makes their own pizza. Let's see whose is the most whatever pizza. It's fun, mm -hmm. and we can make it fun if we choose to. And there are so many ideas that you can find online, too. I mean, oh, yes. It's incredible what uh, we did one year for one of the girls' birthdays. We wanted something a little out of the ordinary. We were so tight on money. So we decided to have a fashion show. Oh, I love it. And all the girls had to bring four outfits. Uh, I decided to do it by season. So they had a winter wonderland. I don't know. I give some creative names for each season, and it was like summer fun and all that. And I think the whole party costs like $100 for every, which for a party of that size, that's very little amount. And I just made cupcakes invited the parents to come over and that's it and the whole fun it, the cost was totally on them because they brought the outfits hmm. if they wanted to buy they could i told parents don't even worry about buying just bring something that you never wear you know one was like a ridiculous outfit so they put all kinds of clothes on that i've never even seen before and we took pictures i asked a friend to come over she's a professional photographer but she donated the night and she just gave me the hard disk and and there we had a whole evening and it set the bar so high that i had to do it with Hannah then for her party and we had a day at the spa where I had some of the girls from the youth group come over and with our own home stuff pretended that you they were, were the spa you became the, the spa. house was the spa that's awesome and it was some kind of I forgot some cream which was the mask we cut up cucumber I mean it cost nothing and all the food was pink I just had to be creative with what food could actually become pink and it was called pretty and pink birthday party and she invited so many girls that I had moms calling me saying I have a photocopy of an invitation that I made at home just something on the computer but they cost nothing and they're memorable for the kids so it just takes a little bit of extra time and some creativity Creativity. Intentional. We have to be intentional and we have to decide we need to do this more than a birthday party, more than once a year and look for opportunities to do this. I, I don't know how old you were when Princess Diana was married and she was married. It was a weird hour, as I remember. It, we, for us, you know, it's, it seems like it was 3 a.m. here in America right, or right. something weird like that. And I remember, I know I was told they were going to do this, but I come downstairs because I wake up and Rosemary's not in bed and I wonder where she is. And I go downstairs and she and Tori are sitting in front of the television set, all dressed up like they were invited to the wedding. How now, awesome. Oh, it was unbelievable. I mean, they're all dressed up and they're sitting there like they're wedding participants. <laughs> and it was just hilarious. It doesn't take oh, a whole lot. It yeah. just doesn't take a whole lot. But today's child is screaming for it. And remember, today's child will be tomorrow's parent. Mm -hmm. And if we don't teach them how to do these things, and if we don't decide, we're stopping tonight. We are so busy. I'm calling the meeting I'm supposed to be at at church and say, I won't be there, or I'm calling this, I'm not going to do that. We're going to stop, we're going to grill, or we're going to do something, and we're going to sit, and we're going to play, and we're going to laugh, because if we don't, why would our children even want to be here? Our children desperately need taking a moment, but here's what gets us. By the time I drive home at 6.30 at night, I don't have anything left. And I could decide, I'm going home, I don't have anything left, mom doesn't have anything left, dad doesn't have anything left. The kids are just whacked out, and they're long past the age of coming and say, dad, would you do something with me? Would you do something with me? You know, about right. six years old, they're done with that because dad hasn't done anything with them. Mm -hmm. And so we have, we've got to decide, I'm going home now to do my most important job. 
home. And so getting on the phone and saying, hey, what are we going to do tonight? Let's do something different. Let's do something fun. Let's eat Let's eat all hors d'oeuvres and play a game while we're eating the hors d'oeuvres. Mm. Let's just eat hors d'oeuvres, put them in the middle of the table or wherever we want to put them and play a game that targets the youngest child in the house and get the oldest children in the house all in on this game where we're all playing. And slowly over a period of time, losing will be acceptable. Now, this is very mm. important. If it's all about the win and you're going to have that one child that hates to lose. Yes. And when they lose, <laughs> we have they one. fall on the floor and they can't believe <laughs> that they've lost again. And you want to say to me, I can't play with that child because that child gets like that. Well, if you don't break that habit, who will? And mm-hmm. they're going to miss out on getting invited places. And they're going to miss out on even wanting to try things. A fear of failure means a fear of trying to begin with. Mm. And so we want to help them realize failure is acceptable. Not trying is not. That's mm-hmm. not acceptable. Mm-hmm. So let's go do this thing. Let's all go over to the batting cage. And, well, Dad, I don't know how to do that. And me say, I don't know how to do that either. Let's just, in fact, I'm going to have to ask the guy, how do you use a batting cage? And do you have to bring your own bat? Can you use a helmet? Go over to the batting cage or go over to a driving range and everybody hit a ball. Do something you've never done. And if it's if money's tight right now, stay at home and do something. But there's always something you can do. I mean, you can have a putting contest in the living room at home. <laughs> with the brooms yes, and some with kind whatever, of aluminum ball or something. If you don't have a putter, yeah. But deciding we haven't had fun in a long time. My kids need fun. And you know what? I need fun. And you end up going to sleep that night realizing, wow, I went away for a few hours and got out of my brain the stress of paying this month's bills. Mm-hmm. And my children got out of their minds the fact that they're way behind in algebra. Mm-hmm. And your children got out of the person who's making fun of them at school. We were in a safe place. We were laughing at dad. It was hilarious. And wow, before you know it, we were all laughing as a team. We really need to back up. And we need to decide what will we be glad we did at the end of this day and what will we be glad we did at the end of this week and what will we be glad we did at the end of this school year. And as we back up and look at that, we got to decide in order to be glad we did it, we have to decide to do it. Pop something in there. Now, here's what's going to happen. Somebody's going to go home and pop something in there and it's not going to be applauded. And the 13 year old is not going to say, oh, my, I've been waiting for you to do this. This is awesome. <laughs> Turning off all of our technology is something I've been looking forward to. Doing. I hope I was hoping you'd get all me to do this. Long. Yes. Yes. And it's going to take a while to build it in that that's what we're doing with our Thursday nights or one night a week. And everybody have the responsibility of picking one area of making this thing happen. We've got to be intentional. We've got to choose to have fun because the stability of one of your children may depend on it. We have no idea what's going on in that little mind. They need a vacation, a safe, laughing, fun vacation. You're listening to Parenting Today with Dr. Bob Barnes from Sheridan House Family Ministries. I'm your host, Ruthie J, and we're going to continue on this topic of family fun tomorrow. But if you want to hear this program again, you can do so online at parentingtoday.org, where you can also hear uh, yesterday's program and Monday's as well, even share it on Facebook, Twitter, and sign up for the daily email blog. If you want to find out more about Sheridan House Family Ministries and the resources that are available there, that's online at shfm.org. It's short for Sheridan House Family Ministries. And we hope you'll join us tomorrow for more on this topic of family fun here on Parenting Today.